0: only on 3CR 855am digital and 3cr.org.au. Let's cook, let's cook, 3CR 855am 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Out of the pan with Sally, first broadcasting um, from noon till one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks to the crew from Out of the Blue, Diving Deep, for the marine news as they do every Sunday from 11.30 until noon. 3CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the original inhabitants, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and we pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging, and any Elders who may be listening. Also acknowledging... Our queer um, original inhabitants, including sister girls and brother boys, for their amazing contributions to diversity on and around the lands. Out of the Pan is a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundary of sex or gender. And on the show today... Um, I'll be catching up with Eleanor Parker around, um, if you're listening live, around the halfway mark, um, 12.30 or otherwise in the middle of the podcast or um, something like that, to have a chat about some research she's getting underway for siblings of trans people. And I think this is really, really important. We um, think that siblings are a resource that's often not tapped into and we don't understand enough. It can be... You know, I've heard of, you know all like anything, all measure manner of relationships between trans and cis siblings. Try saying that three times quickly with a mouthful of cheese. Cis siblings. Cis siblings. Anyway, I haven't got cheese in my mouth. Um, we'll see what happens. Also have a look at a LGBTI organisation that hasn't woken up to the fact that we're in 2018 and still thinks um, that they have a right to prioritise for other people, but opened up today with Don Henley. And Dirty Laundry, his first solo album after the Eagles broke up and had um, 14 years in retirement. And Dirty Laundry, the track from I Can't Stand Still and Joe Walsh did one of the guitar solos and um, Steve Laidler did the second and it also had Timothy B. Schmidt Um, Danny Korchmar and others on backing vocals. Um, No, it's not an ode to the fact that I have a load of washing to do when I get home. Nothing of the sort. Um, Dirty laundry, it was on the media. If you didn't understand what that sort of jingly noise was, it was a 1980s telephone ringing in the background of a newsroom, Um, just in case you haven't caught up with your sound effects. and wanted to talk about it today in a few contexts um, because it has huge relevance for our communities. It's a sad reality that commercial media will um, put ratings points and clickbait over accuracy and sensitivity to minority groups. And in the last two weeks, and I did need to take a week off last week, so catching up on the aftermath of this, was the emergence of They Day. And of course, gee, the the Murdoch media beat up on it. Well, you don't have to say any more for that for starters. The Herald Sun and then Rebecca Urban, who's allegedly, in someone's opinion, it's her job just to troll for LGBTI stories and beat them up for ratings points and clickbait from the inaptly named Australian, um, did a story as well. And um, I happened, well, sometimes insomnia helps me in my work. I happened to be awake just before half past five, heard that this was going to be a beat-up on a major commercial station. And the two blokey blokes who do... Um, breakfast on this station, you know, claimed that they had always been a singular pronoun, yet we've got two dictionaries that say it's been used in a singular sense for over 700 years. Of course, there's the classic example of they as a plural. Um, Consider the following scenario, meeting at work, last two people in the room spot a mobile phone left in the corner because someone decided to charge it. And one person will say, oh, maybe better take that to reception. The other person will just say, no, they'll be back in a minute. They'll retrace their steps and they will remember where they left it. You don't hear the second person say, he, she will be back in a minute. He, she will retrace and so on. So, you know, never let the facts get in the way of a good beat up. Now, it seemed on that morning, um, the morning presenter um, um, was going to let it go. But in the end, um, Um, Neil Mitchell had Row Allen in. Now, I've tried twice by various means to access this interview, and it's not coming down on the internet for some reason. It's 12 minutes, according to the video length, which probably means there's six minutes of my life I I can keep for myself rather than not ever have back again, because six minutes of Neil Mitchell talking isn't really worth much. But it's interesting how poor um, commercial media can be, particularly when it's a minority issue. And, unfortunately, I've got to catch up. I missed and have got to catch up, fortunately, on 3CRs. Enough is enough on African gangs on Thursday morning breakfast. Seriously. Now, I'm worried about crime, yes, indeed. I'm worried about all the white Anglo-Saxon hetero, cis men who beat up on LGBTI people because they've got insecurities about probably their own, something about their own gender in terms of um, their balance of masculinity and femininity. Don't hear the Liberal Party talk about that, do you? Um, or the, the commercial media. But, of course, the other thing that has happened in the last week or so is the situation with Sky Media, which I'd sort of planned to throw in and have a chat about today, particularly um, our regular correspondent to the show, and of course, uh, Melina has sent in. She's sent in via email, out of the pan eight five five at gmail.com. And you can also get in the show um, by looking um, touch with the show by looking for the posts on my page or out of the pan three cr eight five five am Melbourne on Facebook. Text six one four five six seven five one two one five and tweet at Sal Gold said so. And that's the bottom line. Um, So Melina said is it time for a boycott of Sky News and has got a letter into the Fairfax media on this. Um, The link is to the Canberra Times, but probably in or possibly in the Age and Sydney Morning Herald as well. Um, And I think she has a valid point. And then after deciding to bring this whole topic up this morning, um, you know, um, I noticed there's a big page in um, spread on pages two and three of the Sunday Age on exactly this. Uh, Melina has written in to the Fairfax Papers, I'll be boycotting all the sponsors affiliated with Sky News as a result of the, in inverted commas, sloppy incident with Blair Cottrell. And she says, I'm embarrassed a second-generation migrant in the CEO, Angelos Frangopoulos, would allow neo-Nazi views to exist on his network. Yep, fair point, Melina. And I think it's time we started having a look at this. Um, You know, why do we keep letting this happen? Is it time to start boycotting um, sponsors of commercial media with consi- and particular programs with consistently bad views? You know, if they can't regulate themselves, if they can't do complete balance, um, then it's time we change things. I mean, when has a trans person ever been on Sky News? When have they been given equal time to those who would oppose trans people? When have they been questioned with equal intensity You know, how many times, for example, do we hear trans people say, well, can you prove you're transgender? Well, cisgender people don't have to prove themselves. Yet those who would be anti-transgender make outrageous claims that are baseless and go beyond reasonable opinion um, and intervilification, yet are never grilled about their evidence for their claims. So commercial media has a lot to answer for. And while talking the Age, Sydney Morning Herald, etc., that of course brings in the aspects of... Fairfax Channel 9's proposed merger, which is likely, it would seem, to go ahead. Fairfax has been the only, we'll say, prominent commercial media with a half-decent record on LGBTI issues, or at least half-decent. Sure, there's good ones like The Guardian, Crikey, The Conversation, who look at things carefully, but it is fair to say they're more smaller online niche media rather than the media that most of the proverbial average citizens, not that anyone's average, we're all amazing, you know, would read. And if that's going to be swallowed up by Channel 9, does anyone remember 60 Minutes beat-ups and Today Show beat-ups and Footy Show beat-ups on trans people? Um, they'll try it if they can. So there has to be concerns about that from an LGBTI perspective. And of course, blokey blokes don't just exist in mainstream media, to be fair. For a while, this is something Joy 94.9 used to do where gay men would beat up on the rest of the community um, for sensationalism in a desperate attempt to get some attention. Funny how larger, older gay male organisations still feel they have to get attention rather than do it right. There's a topic for another time, I suppose. So, um, an interesting thing to think about, um, and it's time we really... I think there really comes a point... Well, we can not say we've had enough. We put up with a lot of what nonsense during the postal survey. Um, it's just over a year since that Liberal Party room meeting and um, that you know led to it. You know, I don't care what anyone says. As far as I'm concerned, that was a very, very solid win for yes and for equality and for dignity. Some people will say, well, it's only 62-38. Remember that um, the far right, including large elements of commercial media through every um, dirty putrid kitchen sink at us and they can only pick up about 5% of the vote doing it. So maybe it's time we started taking some proactive initiatives ourselves and looking at ethics and calling things out. So yeah, media, um, an interesting topic. All right, having opened up with that, we'll calm ourselves down with some nice laid back a tune from John Williamson with one line in particular that sums up things about the media. Have a listen and see if you can spot it. 3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3CR.org.au, and 3CR On Demand. Out of the pan with Sally.
1: You can get your copy of 3CR's book at the station during business hours at 21 Smith Street, Fitzroy.
0: Or online at 3cr.org.au forward slash shop. Get a piece of your own history. On sale for just $30.
1: 3CR's Radical Radio is available now. And we're still talking about revolution.
0: 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au. 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally on a Sunday afternoon first broadcast. Thanks for your company. Um, prior to the messages, we heard from John Williamson and from the classic album uh, Mally Boy from the 80s and the Cootamundra Wattle, Don't Read the Daily Papers, Anymore. Um good news never made a paper sell. Yeah, probably true. Um but if we don't talk it the problem is if we don't talk about the challenges, how we're gonna get there. So it's how we do it. And sometimes it will be involve subtlety and sometimes it will um involve a bit more um directness. Gotta go with your gut. All right. Um here's a mix of both. Um a few weeks ago we had um the announcement that Just Equal, the Australian um, so-called LGBTI organisation have um, decided the next big issue they're going to campaign on is the ending of conversion therapy. Um, And you might think on the surface, what would be the problem with that? Um, Well, you know, for me subjectively I'm all all for it no one should go through that I have been on the receiving end of it for a small bit um in 1995, where a psychiatrist was trying to um find out when I turned transgender when I first thought there was something wrong and there had to be something there and it was incredibly distressing um you know sort of um um thing to go through but um I just have a real problem with how we've got to this. We surveyed LGBTI Australians and no jokes about came up with their top 100 answers or anything here, as much as I love TV game shows, well, traditional ones. Um, that's the whole problem. Uh, we surveyed, and the survey was initiated by um, parents and friends of lesbians and gays, although Just Equal had a hand in it, um, and, oh, sorry, it was done equally, I beg your pardon. And that's the whole problem. We objected to a survey last year, and yet then we go and survey ourselves. Now, one of the reasons we objected to a survey because populism could have taken over. Thankfully, it didn't. But the problem is here, when we have so many issues and often parts of our rainbow, the intensity of the issue is important, but the numbers are smaller. So conversion therapy, First of all, it's predominantly a gay and lesbian issue. Yes, I copped it in relation to trans, but I've heard of far less trans people who have copped it. I've heard of very few bi people, if any, who have been on the receiving end of it. Technically, how do you, in very simple binary terms, how do you convert someone to from homosexuality to heterosexuality when they're neither? But I'm thinking here of people with intersex variations, which is a totally physical thing. They're not going to be helped by this at all, as far as I can tell. Um, And the other priorities that were um, included funding for schools, making schools safer for LGBTI students um, by the most effective means, mental health strategy, better protections for refugees. Now, they're all good things too, but the problem is that with none of these, we're not doing anything to address inequity within the rainbow. and trans and gender diverse respondents, um, the highest priority is Medicare funding for transition and gender confirmation, as well as protection against unnecessary medical um, procedures for intersex people. Um, so um, there was, interestingly, a call to guarantee the voice of inter- intersectional minorities, trans, intersex, indigenous, called rural, so as not to be overridden by larger interest groups. Well, I'd agree with that, although they don't mention by, and there was no by-people approach for even the questions in the survey. And, well, I don't know. I just have a real problem with this prioritising um, of anything, to be honest, and I think it's a, um, you know, sort of a dangerous approach when we start prioritising. We have to learn how to do things intersectionally and start increasing equity. So it's a real worry when we have um, organisations that go around prioritising and don't consult carefully. And it's my understanding that some um, organisations did object to a survey altogether and were just completely ignored. And that's highly problematic as well, as far as I'm concerned. So, yeah, we've got some work to do there. Um, And make sure that we keep um, pushing for a truly intersectional approach. I hope it happens but I'm not so sure that it has on this one. All right. Um so yeah, organizations that are out of touch, organizations that use clichés. Um they happen a lot I suppose and can be a very very big issue. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, <coughs> no, I'm not choking on the dust. Um anyway, I uh, did the I did the sex the sex the um the segment on mainstream media in the first segment, you would have thought the dust had cleared. Anyway, um, so yeah, what do you think? Do you think we're not, we're good enough at intersectionality? Do you think that our media, um, commercial media, and even some of our rainbow media, you know, when our own rainbow media, um, out or our supposedly own rainbow media outlet has Neil Mitchell on because it says we're building rapport with him, but nothing's changed in six years. Do you keep going? I don't know your thoughts. Anyway, um, yes, we have to engage. Interesting how people won't engage and engage equally with us, Um, yet people don't even see that that's happening. I suppose when you've got inferiority complex, people in charge of the community, it could happen, people who won't stand up for what we really need. All right, um, let's um, start getting ready to have a chat um, and shift the focus to siblings um, with Eleanor Parker. And, um, well, trying to cover all siblings um, was a bit of a challenge today. So I've got the first bit covered with this track, which I'll lead into from, sadly, now the late George Michael from his um, album right in 2000, 2001, Songs from the Last Century. He opened up that recording with Brother, Can You Spare Me a Dime? Sorry, in my best Hulk Hogan voice, Brother, Can You Spare Me a Dime? 3CR. 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Out of the Pan with Sally. 3CR, 855 AM, Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand and um, um, all the ways of listening to the program. One of those technical moments where it's not quite happening. Um, Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, first broadcast on a Sunday afternoon. And, um, well, just had George Michael's version of a 20th century classic, Brother, Can You Spare Me a Dime?" And um, that track um, by um, um, G- um, Gani and Harburg. All right. Why did we play it? Because um, an un- possibly an untapped resource for trans and gender diverse people, but one that May also be a challenge is the experiences of siblings of trans people, and someone from Curtin University has decided to find out more about it. Joining me on the line is Eleanor Parker. Eleanor, welcome to 3CR. Hi, Sally. Good to have you with us. Um, you know, sort of, um, so you're looking into the experiences of siblings of trans people, yes. and I'll be popping. The how to get in touch with you stuff up on Facebook and elsewhere afterwards. Fantastic. Um, But wanted to ask first of all, was there a bit of any, was there a sort of light bulb moment that led to the creation of this project? Was there something that emerged that said, oh, we need to really look at this? Um, Was there a moment such as that?
1: Um, It wasn't so much a specific light bulb moment as it was a little bit of a um, process. Yeah. I guess in the um as a, it's a master's project for the completion of my master's in counseling psychology. Uh-huh. So I guess when you're in that position you're in a bit of a um privileged position where you just get to you um have to look out there and find something and choose a topic. And um so I just sort of had decided that I wanted to do something that made a difference and something for uh, um marginalized community where I could work with them and help them achieve something better and I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do so I just started looking into it and I guess a few things just aligned um, in that there was a person that I had gone to uh, primary school with who was a couple of years older than me that I had as a friend on Facebook and she began a transition journey and that was I for that and this was a few years before I started looking for my um, honours project, but she just started um, sort of sharing her journey on Facebook and it made me aware of um, trans issues and she would post trans issue stuff about um, Uh trans issues and the challenges she faces. And that um, just got me thinking about doing something in that area. And then I went to, a few years later, when I just started my master's, I went to uh, um, professional development session on working with uh, transgender clients and they were presenting research that they'd done on the experiences of transgender people and from that one of the big things that came at the end where they suggested further research was in family support and that um, many transgender people lifted family support as a major factor in positive mental health outcomes yeah and then family support had also been something I'd always been uh, quite interested in looking at family dynamics. so I went to my researcher uh, to my supervisor and started looking um into the family support literature and there was quite a bit out there on parents' experiences and partners' experiences mm. and the experiences of the children of transgender people, but it just became I became aware there wasn't much out there on Siblings, and then looking into family um, studies, yeah. we um, it's shown quite strongly that sibling relationships are your longest and most influential relationship, particularly in identity development across your life. And there was it just we thought, hey, there's something missing here, and from there we sort of we developed the study further. Yeah, and but- that's how we got there.
0: Well, yeah, um, that's you know, that, that says a lot, doesn't it? And I think you've touched yeah. on lots. Yes, there's some good research on parents such as Telethon Youth coming up for a year ago, talked about yeah. how vital it was to have parental support and there's some on partners. But the fact that there is so little on siblings, and you've hit a really yeah. good point that, you know, siblings are going to be with us, generally speaking, longer, sadly, than our parents um, by natural yeah. laws of logic, yet... Um, where's the support there? So that's yeah. a really it's a really good call, and I'm glad you've taken the initiative, and particularly the as you other, said. Sorry.
1: Sorry. The no, other um, personal thought that I had with that too is for um, transgender and gender-diverse populations, parental support is not always a given, unfortunately. True. yeah. So if the parental support is so important, but if it's not there, where else would you go? And the sibling relationship is often is as we said the longest and off and can be the greatest source of support or conflict so it just seemed to me to be something that needed to be explored further
0: yeah definitely and you said that you know that there wasn't a lot and you've actually just hit on you know what's the the critical question um you know where you know it's great if siblings are supportive i'm sure they'll be more likely or uh, to come forward but it's where siblings might be struggling for whatever reason is how to get those sorts of people involved so you get a range of stories and can start working out where perhaps they aren't as ideal as they are. How do you think you'll be able to get those sorts of siblings to come forward?
1: Um, that, has, that certainly has been one of the major challenge, challenges and I don't think we have had any come forward that are currently really um, struggling and grappling with their relationship at the moment. We have what we did, we did think about this and envisaged it beforehand. Mm -hmm. And so we contacted um, any organisation anywhere to disseminate the research flyer and information that had any um, public position on transgender issues positive or negative, affirmative, non-affirmative, and said to those that were um, were less supportive of trans people publicly, look, we want a diversity of um, stories. We want to hear how this affects all siblings. Would you be happy to share it so we hear everyone's stories? Yeah. I think we haven't... The organisations have said, yes, they'll share it, but when I... Um, do my interviews, I do ask where they heard about it and I don't think we've got any participants through any of those avenues. Because I think there's... Mm. Um, it's possibly if someone is grappling with the concept of their sibling's identity and hasn't come to terms with it yeah. and if there is conflict there, it's a very challenging and difficult thing for them to talk about in that moment. But what we have got, which is... Um, A positive thing is there's many siblings who have been through that, who didn't understand transgender issues. It came out of nowhere for them. They got confronted Mm -hmm. with it and they went through a process and struggled often quite alone from their stories to learn and understand and and educate themselves and have come to a place where they are more accepting and they understand what's going on and they've built a better relationship with their siblings. And I think, through their retrospective stories, we can learn a lot more about what we can do for those siblings that are um struggling yeah with their siblings' transition.
0: Yeah, that makes sense that it will come things will come out that way. yeah,
1: um, so we're learning more retrospectively about the about people that do have struggles than them coming forward while they're struggling.
0: Yeah, now that makes sense, and would I imagine would be probably. Um in fact, not imagine I think it would be a fair call that would be the same for parents um but um particularly of yeah. younger but really of any age mm. um, if doing the research is you know perhaps and if there is anything upsetting for any participant, regardless of where things might be at, is there support um on sort of on standby just in case because I think that could be really important
1: um yes, obviously we're doing um the research across Australia, so in different cities, there's, I've identified different um, support services and places that we can link them in with. So before any um, participants are involved in the research, after they first contact me, we go through some dialogue before we have an interview where I explain what the, what the research is about. I let them ask any questions. I make them... Um, Make sure they're well aware that they don't have to discuss anything they're not comfortable with discussing. That they can mm-hmm. withdraw at any time that they feel uncomfortable. And I give them a list of some um, Australia-wide generic helplines that they can call if anything comes up that's uncomfortable for them. And then we don't—I wouldn't start the research unless I was fully aware that they knew what was involved in the research and were comfortable with doing it. And if anything further came up for them during the course of the interview, they can terminate at any time and let me know and I'll help them, depending on their location, source what the most um, appropriate organisation is for them to approach for further support if they need it.
0: Cool, cool. All right. And so the question then is if people think, you know, if there are... Siblings of trans people or people who know siblings, etc. How do people get involved? Um, I'll put, as I said, the flyer has gone up. I'll put up um, some text with it as well. Um, yep. But um, just for now, so we've got it on the record, how do people contact um, you if they either want to get involved or are thinking about it and have further queries?
1: Yep, they can just email me at um, Parker at postgrad.curtain.edu.au. Yep. And that email address is on the flyer that you're going to post on your Facebook if they didn't catch that. Yep. So just drop me a line and say that you're interested or ask me any questions you have to ask and I will return your email with an information statement and um, an answer to any of the questions. Okay. And then we'll go from there and start to arrange an interview. And obviously I'm based in Perth, but we're wanting to interview as uh, far and wide as we can across Australia. So any participants not in Perth will have we'll organise a, will swap uh, Skype IDs and organise a Skype phone call
0: calls. All right, so we'll the cover the, all yeah. of as much of our proverbial broad brown land as possible. Look, Eleanor, I yes, think it's what we're for. It's really, I think this is really really important, particularly if there is such a gap as you said on then on sort of um. I'm half surprised and I'm half not, but it's one of those things we gradually keep drilling in further and realise there's a gap, but good on you for, um, you know, taking the steps to be proactive and fix it. I think that's really important, much needed. And, you know, I think the bottom line will be somewhere in the end. This interview, uh, this research, when it's put into practice, will probably save a life. So th- on, from trans people and families, um, thank you very, very much for taking the initiative. And I'll let no you problem. get back to your, as it is, Sunday morning in Perth. Thank you. Ele- Thanks, Eleanor. Eleanor Parker there, um, over in Perth, where I'm, um, of course, two hours behind um, having the morning coffee as opposed to the lunchtime coffee at the time of interview. All right, um, we've got one set of siblings covered. Um, Let's go to another one with the titters. 3CR 855 AM, 3CR digital, 3CR.org.au, and 3CR on demand, out of the pan with Sally.
1: I often feel the only thing standing between us falling off that precipice and actually fighting our way back up the top of the hill is the trade union movement. I really believe that. We have the numbers, we have the commitment, we have the heart. We have the will to really fight. And the only way we're going to win that fight is to grow the union movement.
0: That was Jed Carney Talking Up Union. Stay tuned to 3CR for more union news. 855 on your AM dial or 3CR.org.au.
1: It's
0: people out there in the radio world show some love to 3CR you know and if you're listening and enjoying the programs here yeah, man great radio station it is how how it was built by community and the community ownership and that's a powerful thing to have within community so show some love show some support and please subscribe
1: from the north to the south to the east to the west let the bullet take you home island style represent it's your soul to the flow love your set represent raise your pride to the sky love it like it's the best
0: my power bring, bring
1: it back home love
0: 3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. Our first broadcasting, noon till one, Sunday afternoon. Thanks very much for your company. So, yeah, good um, good um, gap being filled there by um, Eleanor and that research at, um, backed up by Curtin University. Um, and as I say, challenge to get um, people on board, but, you know, if we've got the ones where people struggled at first... And then we can move forward. Um, And how they move forward, maybe that will help other siblings, which in turn helps trans people. And that lived in the house that Jack's built, JAQ built. Um, because we're going to be gender neutral Which leads into something that happened um, during the week And coincidentally um, um, links into the music um, So prior to the interview with Eleanor Two tracks back We had um, Brother Can You Spare Me a Diamond I did think of playing Die Straits Brothers in Arms But didn't And then we just had the Titus uh, My sister and this came up actually in a session during the week that there's not a lot of songs that use the word siblings that could be inclusive of non-binary. I mean, or nursery rhymes, you know, Jack and Jill. Well, it could be J-A-Q, but you just don't know, do you? So if you've got any out there, let me know. But um, in those immortal words of, um, I think it was um, Daffy Duck um, and the and the Rover Dog um, finally getting um, their revenge on Foghorn Leghorn, Bottled, no, on Daffy Duck, sorry. There could just be a market for this. No, it was Rover and Foghorn on um, Daffy Duck. Um, There could just be a market for this. Well, there could. I mean, we've got great trans and gender diverse children's books like The Gender Fairy and Introducing Teddy and Going Beyond Trans um, into the Rainbow more generally like Raf and the Robots. Well, it's time we had maybe some trans and uh, non-binary nursery rhymes and, you know, kid songs and things. Yeah, so inventive writers out there and musicians, away you go. We did actually play some a few weeks ago. Um have got to give them another shot in a few weeks. Um, so, yes, um, we've had a song about brother and sister, and the best I'll do to close this show will be having very shortly Sister Sledge, which I know is sister, but at least it's We Are Family, even though she's got all her sisters with her. See, we've got a gender imbalance as per the front page of the age today but we need to remedy you know um, female pregnancies being terminated because they're female yikes um, lots of things coming up it's great to see alphabet soup going from strength to strength Um the ever hard-working and humble Tina Healy um, putting them everywhere and of course the standing one the where it all started in um, Westgarth is on this Tuesday um, same night as the poly discussion group. Um, Spectrum, the Spectrum Intersections for Neurodiverse LGBTI people, now monthly, the third Wednesday in at um um Drummond Street. And also yours truly will be hosting an event at Drummond Street in the words of um it um all happens um um you know, this week. Um, because um, I'm having one of the union chats for sponsored by Transgender Victorian Bio Alliance. Come along and find out why this is a Facebook radio, and also just had whether it's coincidence or not, the someone who's big into the sports side of things, Kirsty Miller, has messaged me via Twitter that the AFL are meeting this week to finalise their policy for trans players. So yes, big week. Um, we'll keep a, an eye and an ear out on that one. I'm interested to see what happens. Um, you know, and thinking very strongly of all the trans um, people who have not been able to play sport. But, um, you know, Kirsty's obviously pushed hard. So is Hannah Mouncy, They're just two. Some did get through um, many years ago. I'm really bad with names, but I do remember a trans man who played AFL men's in the country um, in, I think, the Bendigo League. So I'd have to dig through the files and pull that one up. So, yeah, lots happening in a busy week. Um, and also it's the cafe night on Wednesday. Gosh, um, you need to be, have that TARDIS to be in three places at once. Um, you've also got, um, for the Kingsters provocation on, and bent TV. So yes, a busy, busy week. And that gets us through. Um, see so yeah, a lot's happening, um, to keep us occupied. Um, be interesting to see, um, you know, sort of, um, what happens with that AFL policy. Thanks for that, Kirsty. Um. Um, So, yeah, uh, let's keep an eye out on that. It really can't go on the way it is. Um, It's just not workable to just leave people in the cold. Um, But how they deal with it, well, we will see in due course. Um, So um, let's wrap it up today. We had a look at um, commercial media and how they tend to sensationalise. Um, and what can we do about it? Is it about starting to boycott sponsors of programs that have a consistently bad record on any or all of diversity, including LGBTI? Um, we also had a look at um, are we doing intersectionality really well enough when we put our own rights out to a survey? And most of all, we thanks to Eleanor Parker from Curtin University talking about um, the research that um, is being led by her on for siblings of trans and gender diverse people and both the JPEG and text format are now in comments underneath the Facebook post on my page. Um, thanks then for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'll take it out today with a bit of sister sledge. And remember, in every level, we are family. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia.